Welcome back to the Peaked Too Early podcast. My name is Blake Munchell, and this is episode 14 of season 2. Today we will try to answer an age-old question. Have there been more COVID cases or matches since the last time we recorded an episode? I am joined today by the lovely and massive Oscar Saywell. Mm-hmm. Oscar, how are you? Hello. Oh my god, it's been so long. I'm so excited to be back. I've had a good week off. I'm going back to return to work on Monday. I'm doing well. How are you, Blake? I'm good. I, outside of quarantining due to a possible close contact, um, I also do not return to work until Monday. Wonderful. And even then, rumor has it they might push it back to Tuesday. So oh, an extra day off, which would be that nice. That would be nice. Yes. we. Um, I can't even remember the last time we did a podcast it was such a busy december um but we do know a ton of football has happened since then and it will tell you right now we will not be covering the 50 billion matches that we've um missed so blake why don't you tell the people what we're going to be doing today instead today we are going to run through each of the 20 teams um from bottom to top uh talking about their current position where we expected them to be um, at the beginning of the season. So kind of like a halfway check-in, talk about a player of the season, a flop of the season, and uh, the outlook for both January and the rest of the season for each of the teams. Um, Although some are much more interesting than others. Others, mm, Indeed. Indeed. Including your favorite team. One of the most intriguing teams to talk about Mm. that's true um it's true before we start i will tell you that our last episode aired on december 7th so it has been a cool 23 days 23 days it's like a month that's amazing that's yeah it's essentially we essentially missed two weeks Right. Um, so yeah, we didn't record no. last week or the week before, but we're recording this one. Um, plus a handful of days in there. Okay, we will kick it off with uh, one Norch City, who sit in 20th place in the Premier League. And I will start us off by saying that is exactly where I predicted them to be. Um, mm, yes. You did. I. They're a sort of a hopeless side this season. Um, They sacked Daniel Farka for the recently made available Dean Smith. Um, And while I I think, you know, Daniel Farka, it was naturally the end of his time um, at Norwich, Um, seemed to go off on somewhat of a good foot. and Dean Smith was available and obviously a good appointment for whatever their future is. Um, and while they had that initial new manager bounce uh, that has surely entirely disappeared. Um, for their player of the season, and Oscar, you can stop me whenever. I don't know That's how fine. you want to do this part. No, no, um, for their player of the season, I think it's really between two players um but i went with Mm. timu puki i don't Um, even have one for them so he has been abysmal and has only scored five goals 
But yeah, as they've only scored eight in total, so um, over fifty percent of their goals from one player who isn't even playing that well. Yeah, um, he really isn't. I thought maybe you you can say uh, Tim Cruel or maybe Grant Hanley for those points they have oh. picked up. Those players have been instrumental in picking up those it's points. It's always Tim Cruel, yeah. Always the best yeah. penalty saver in the Premier oh League. for sure easy um, best penalty saver for like ten years um, and yeah so for my flop of the season you could pick almost any player oh, I've got a clear one um, I picked two okay. I'm interested to see what you say um, Kabak who has been oh, God, yeah. injured and COVID and but Riddle when he's been healthy still not been able to break into that back line. Yeah. Um, or Pierre Lise Malou, um, who had an excellent uh, past season uh, with Nantes, but uh, yeah. has not done very much to break into an awful Norwich City side. Right. So I'll cut in right now and say two things. First, I think we'll just chat back and forth about these teams. Second, unless you know where my preseason predictions are i can't find them and for some reason on the document they're not there so i do not have uh a where i thought they would be um column which is annoying but i have filled out all the other information for each team um so yes i believe you wrote your preseason down preseason predictions down on paper and we're going to convert them so i think we can go back and listen Maybe maybe there's a Word document somewhere and I will find it. But for now, um, you're going to have to take all the I thought they would be here things because I do not have it in front of me. However, um, Norwich City are an interesting team this season, um, not least because they're on track, maybe not points-wise for like the worst season ever, but probably firmly ha- are sort of in contention for being one of the worst teams ever to grace the Premier League, even worse than than two seasons ago, I think. Um, In my notes for them this season, I just have terrible, um, (laughs) which is boring, but true. My flop of the season, I'm going Billy Gilmore. Um, I almost put him down. Yeah, the fans turned on him at Selhurst Park the other day when they got smashed by Crystal Palace. Um, He's been poor this season. Um, didn't fit into Farker's system. Dean Smith is trying him out, still not fitting in. I think Chelsea should just recall him at this point. Um, I think the Norwich fans are getting annoyed because I, fans typically, I think the the first players to be turned on by fans are lone players. I think that's pretty common. But I think at this point, Norwich fans are like, why are we l- grooming someone else's, like, talent some other team's talent when we could be looking in-house you know and 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 giving our youngsters minutes um i'm not sure you know the only like norwich academy graduate that comes to mind is like adam ida but he's a striker i don't know if they have any like up-and-coming midfielders um so Uh, yeah i think he's my flop of the season sorry yeah um certainly i think he had a poor euros um and uh, then... No, he had no, he had no, nah, he had a good Euros. He had a fantastic Euros. That was the point that he had well, that one amazing game against England. And yeah, I think it. he had the one amazing game. Yeah, and then didn't, um, but he didn't play. He played. He didn't play the other one, right? And then no, no, he had a good Euros. That was the point. That was the point. Uh, well, either way, um, you know, in a you know 
a season where he really had to show himself to even stand a yeah. chance at having a future at Chelsea. Um, mm, no, but uh, I disagree. I disagree. I think he. It's. I think it's he, such a fast-moving ship to be a young, uh, youth product from Chelsea. Uh, I know. Think about all the great young midfielders who just get passed by. I, 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 I okay, yeah, I agree. I agree, but I think that the ship hasn't sailed for his Chelsea career just because they should. That's why I'm saying they should recall him and loan him somewhere else. I, I think he's the. He's the and you can't. I feel like you can't hate him because he's not even English. He's Scottish, so you're fine. He he is probably the the brightest talent that's coming out of Chelsea since I don't know. I mean, he's Mason Mount. I, I he's we. I think we forget that he. It, I know it's easy to slot into a, a Chelsea side that have great players, and when you have great players around you, sometimes that can make a. a, a uh, a, a sort of like a youngster shine when they're not meant to but i think we forget that he was slotting into these big games and like running the midfield and so there's something there and i think that you, I'm, I'm struggling to think of, a, of an equivalent player right now that's sort of like a wonder kid who went goes on loan and doesn't quite do it but it can happen he's he's gone to a team that are absolutely dreadful and so therefore he can't showcase his talents he's it's not in the right system right so yeah, I mean, Conor Gallagher now, right, has overtaken Billy Gilmore as the Chelsea midfield loanee lone that seems to have a Chelsea career ahead of him. But I think uh, while he's my flop of the season, it by no means is a reflection on on the talent that he has. So I'm, I think he has a big career ahead of him. But yeah. Fair enough. Um, moving. Quick, I have, no, real oh, quick. Yeah. Sorry, I have an outlook. Could be the worst season ever. Get, get some of the stats. Uh, the least goals scored in a Premier League season is 20. It was Derby County and in that, se- you know, that infamous season and one other club that I can't remember. Norwich currently have eight and we're halfway through. So it really, they really could go down in the history books as, as the worst team to grace the Premier League. And it's, it's just the outlook for them is, is really grim. And it wouldn't surprise me. We were having this text conversation the other day if they, if they sacked Dean Smith some, somehow just because they're just doing nothing. Um, but yeah, we can move on. Uh, yes. Unfor- this will suck. Um, m- moving one spot up to oh, 19th yes. uh, in the Premier League. Although even on points with 18th place. Um, is one Newcastle United. I Indeed. expected them to be in 18th this season. Mm. Um, and yeah. so a pretty good shout. Spoiler alert. Most of my predictions were very close. Yeah, um, you're good at predicting. You you are very good at that. I got to say, the player of the season is undeniably Alan Saint Maximin. Yeah, um, he's having an incredible season. Yeah, as uh, he always does. As yeah, as he has. I'm obsessed with him every season. Um, he scored against Man U uh, on Monday, which was great he did, to and see. Got injured. Uh, yes, but the injury is less severe than initially thought. Yay! Um, but Good. special shout out, shout out to player of the season, Joe Linton, who since Eddie Howe has come in, has been mm. man of the match every single match. Yeah. Um, and uh, for flop of the season, uh, as much as I like him, unfortunately, Kieran Clark oh, uh, has okay. had one of the most nightmarish defender defending seasons. 
I can remember of any player. Um, yeah. he He's slow, both physically and mentally. Um, he makes really poor decisions. And in one of the second worst defense in the Premier League, uh, he's the last choice center back. Um, wow. Over playing like Emil, uh, Emil Kraft at center back or Isaac Hayden at center back. Sure. They're getting run ins over Kieran Clark right now. Yeah. Um, but despite the current position, um, the outlook for the rest of the season is incredibly positive right now. Um, probably higher than it's ever been. Um, Probably since the takeover, right now is the most optimistic the fans are. Um, coming off of uh, 1-1 against Man U, where Newcastle utterly dominated a, was a great really, game. really awful Man U side. Yeah. Um, and with postponements, which, as shitty as they are, incredibly help a side like Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Pushing sides until we can have reinforcements, which the rumors have it. There are uh, plenty coming through. Set up for the first day of the transfer window. Mm. Um, but uh, it's like a tale of two halves of the season. Um, Newcastle kept Steve Bruce way too long, um, yeah, and then new owners, new manager, um, you know, upgraded facilities already, um, and improved morale in the squad um under how they've played way 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 better um and they're unlucky that during the how reign they've undergone such a you know nightmarish run playing mm-hmm. city chelsea manu and arsenal in five weeks and leicester um who despite inconsistencies are still seven or eight times the squad that newcastle is um they're being linked to a lot of really smart signings that I really like. Um, for example, uh, Trippier and yeah, Aaron Ramsey are supposedly lined up for the first week of the transfer window. Um, Trippier and ready would to be go. A ridiculous signing. Yep. Um, and then players like James Tarkovsky, uh, Mohamed El Neni um, are all being rumored. And that's exactly what Newcastle will need. Um, there's also, you know, the ridiculous tabloid rumors like uh, Anthony Dembele. Martial. Who, I would be sick right. if we signed Dembele or Martial. It's Dembele just not what you need in a rele- in a relegation scrap. Uh, Jesse Lingard, uh, Nikola Vlo- Vlahovic uh, is the most the ridiculous no. rumor. Yeah, I know it's so ridiculous. But Newcastle I mean, will I... need. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Newcastle will need a strong January transfer window. Um, and right now, optimism and heads are high. I already find it like pure insanity that Kieran Trippier would even move to Newcastle, frankly. but He's um, from the North. I know he's from the North, but Simeone loves him. I just, I mean, it is, I'm so glad you're optimistic. And I, I absolutely, I would be too if I was a Newcastle fan, just regardless, even if I was going down, because you, you're fine now. You've you're just taken over by, you're the richest team in the world, so it's fine. But it's just like if I was a player, my I just don't know. I don't know if I would if I would want to go certainly permanently because yeah, look at the table, right? Um, and the points just don't look good. I have here in my outlook that I'd I'd back you to survive over both Norwich and Burnley, but only at Watford's expense right now. Um, 
you know, and I think if you can keep your key players fit, if you can get players through the door, that's that's great. You have more of a chance. Um, real quick, my flop of the season actually is Joe Willock. And now this could be harsh oh, okay. because of fair. Steve no. Steve Bruce. That's totally fair. Well, I think it's harsh because of Steve Bruce because Steve Bruce was an idiot, and we know this and mismanaged him and his injuries. But I hated this move for him in the first place um, because you could see it coming from a mile off. He's never going to replicate what happened. This is why Jesse Lingard, this is one of the reasons why Jesse Lingard doesn't permanently move to us because what there's just like, you're not going to do what you did. I just saw, to be fair, when I was writing him in for the, my flop of the season, I looked him up and he gave an interview saying like, I don't really care. I know that I've been poor, but I back myself. Like I'm never, I never give up on myself. The goals will come. And you, you want to see that fight for him. My, from him, my, my concern actually was that he got this big money move and that he's got complacent. That, that was my legitimate concern. I was like, Oh, is he just like cruising right now? like, what's going on? Um, so I think that he will come good, but so far, certainly flop of the season. Um, yeah, I have not not much more to add other than, you know, who can you realistically get in and does it matter in the short term? I think that the mood has been lifted by um, this, uh, you know, the performances recently. I, I just concerned that, you know, you, 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 you lose ASM for a bit, you lose Wilson for a longer bit. What does that mean? Um, but I'm rooting for you. I'm glad you're optimistic. Yeah. Um, also, supposedly poaching uh, Dan Ashworth, the technical mm, director Ashworth, from Brighton. Yeah, that would be um, amazing. Yeah. yeah, which is um, you know supposedly first week of January will be completed. Sure. Um, that would be good. Yeah. All right. Really great, Dan Ashworth. Um, Burnley. I will take the next. I'll take the next two. Why don't we just go two for two or something like that? Um, and okay, Burnley are currently in 18th. Blake, real quick, where do you have them? Where did you 16th. Have them? 16th. Okay. In my notes here, I say they need to go down this season. Um, what's the point of them being in the league? Oh my God, that was harsh. Um, I, I, I reckon they need a rebuild on a more serious note. So look, Daish has been incredible. He is an incredible manager. But let him move on. Start fresh. I think this is what they need. This squad needs revitalization. You need to cut some dead wood. I know it's risky going down into the championship, but, but they have new owners with some money, even though they seem like they don't want to part with it. And the parachute payments uh, are significant when you go down to the championship. Now, I, I think losing Daesh will be difficult, and I'm not sure who you get in. But that, that this, is, this is what I think with, with Burnley. I think it... It's a season where they should be going down. I don't see reinforcements coming in in January, and so therefore I'm I'm just not sure right what the what what's sustainable about being in the Premier League for for Burnley. And okay, yes, I think that that question would be met with the fact that they get money staying in the Premier League and status and etc. But I think if you if you look at a, a Brighton model or or even the model that Burnley themselves had a few years ago where they were like not afraid of going down and bouncing back up and making sure that they were sort of on staying on the cutting edge of of recruitment and sus the sustainable practices they they need this they need something different every year it's the same thing where it's like it's backs to the wall it's us against them and they don't have to be like that right that's that's my thinking um my player of the season for them is obviously Corne um 
I think he's made nine appearances because of injury. He scored five goals in that time, and three of them at least have been like goal of the season contenders. I don't have a flop of the season because I'm not interested enough in Burnley. I don't know if you want to slide in with a flop of the season, Blake. Um, I put Matty Vidra um, mm. just because he's always kind of been a consistent bench scorer, and this season it really feels like he hasn't been that. Right. Um, so not just, you know, he's not really a flop. Because I get, I get that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they bought him for like one point three million yeah. four yeah. years ago, and he's yeah. you know produced a ton of goals for them. So, um, I will just say with well, the, seven, but yeah, I mean, still for sure, sure. He's been good for that. I like, I like yeah, him. yeah. He's been fine. I like him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole you know approach to a new side in the Premier League. Um. You see, like sides like Stoke, you mm-hmm. know, the circling the drain or Sunderland, yeah, right. like year over year over year of just Job. being yeah, it's barely so, escaping. Yeah. When you go down, you tend to stay down. Um, if you're mm-hmm. a yo yo club, you're going to go down and up and down and up. But, you know, overall, I think long term, Bournemouth, Norwich City, West Brom all have more positive outlooks than the future of Stoke or the future of Sunderland um, or even the future of Burnley. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, I agree. I think it might be better to just go down. Yeah. It's certainly easier to rebuild in the championship than it is to rebuild in the premier league. Um, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Seventeenth. Um, le- yeah, let's let's jump to a more a more interesting club. Um, Watford in seventeenth. Blake, where do you where did you have them? Nineteenth. Okay, so yeah, I I would put Watford in in the the conversation of the the four maybe five teams that that um are most likely to go down. They're on a really bad run of form. Um, yet they have some great players. I think it's a pretty strange situation that you know they they bring in Sissoko, Dennis King, all these great additions. When you look at the team, everywhere across the pitch, they they have quality players. Genuinely, um, my player of the season, absolutely easy. It's Emmanuel Dennis. Um, he, despite what I've been saying for the past few months about, oh, like is he gonna, uh, you know, fly off the chain and do strange things like he's done for 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 a lot of his fledgling career? No, he has not yet. He scored against us actually in their four-one defeat. Um, on the on the weekend, he's been excellent. Uh, he will get a move somewhere if such when they go down. My flop of the season. This one's easy. It's Truce to Kong. I don't know what the hell has happened to him, but he Ditto. is absolutely awful. Um, I don't know what's going on. Just abject. He made a YouTube account and he has been absolutely horrible ever since. So sorry, Truce um, Kong. You are the flop of the season. The outlook I have for them is I think they'll sack Ranieri. Um, what is it, Witness in five? Something like that? Uh, the Watford, the Pozzos are ruthless. And I think that despite the fact they have a long-standing relationship with Ranieri, despite the fact I think Ranieri is a, obviously we know he's a, he's a good manager and he, he, he's made this side attractive, right? I love watching Watford. They're fun. Um, but th- this is a result game and they are not playing well. And um and and they don't have the okay yes they're missing Saar, um but 
I'm not sure they have the absences that other teams have. And so therefore, yeah, not not good enough. And I think um well yeah, we'll see for Ranieri, but that's my outlook on them. Yeah. Um I just have um looking at their midfield and attack, I think they're decent. Um yeah. but Trustakong playing significant minutes will get yeah. them relegated. Yeah. Um so I have look for in January them signing one of the Udinese defenders. Sure. Um who Udinese have uh I think five center backs with over 15 appearances. So they're just like spreading yeah. uh their the back line completely. Mm-hmm. Um so look out, you know, look out for uh you know a Demaya or someone to show up. Sure. Um although Demaya will get them relegated because he's awful now. Um also, shout out for a secondary flop of the season, Dan Gosling, um, Jordy uh, Boy. Sure. Uh, he just cannot get it. He's played 21 minutes this season um, mm-hmm. for a player who's always been a decent Premier League standard midfielder. Sure. So, oh, wow. um, All right, onwards on. and upwards. Yeah. Uh, Leeds United uh, in 16th place. I yes. predicted them to be in 12th. Ooh. Um, okay. My player of the season for them, obviously Rafinha, mm-hmm. um, playing so well that he's even piqued Bayern Munich's interest. Bayern Munich. Although supposedly that's yep, supposedly it's a load of bullshit um, that Bayern yeah. aren't actually would be interested a fantastic in move though. I don't would know be why incredible. Not interested in him, yeah. Um, Especially, yeah. Keep going. Also, um, like reverse shout out Bayern, uh, whatever the reverse of a shout out is. Um, yeah. Bayern Munich supposedly uh, taking advantage of of uh, people who are like 17 and 18 and paying them less than minimum wage. Oh, um, yeah. Currently in hot shit for that. Yeah. Um, flop of the season, a lot of players have, have seemingly have not played as well, but um, injuries have decimated yeah, leads. Yeah, that's um, the thing. Yeah. Jack Harrison has been injured. But also, when he plays, not that great. Um, he's actually made 13 appearances, which is way more than I thought. I thought he had only made like seven or eight appearances. Um, mm-hmm. Junior Furpo, not playing well. Also injured oh, a yeah. lot. He's, he's Calvin Phillips, yeah. not playing well. Also, not playing. Um, crazy things. You know, They had to name a 16-year-old to their bench. Yeah, yeah, no. um, they have a crisis. They have a crisis. Um, the outlook, plenty of talent um, and an ability to recruit like few other non-top six sides. Um, super enticing side to join, um, especially because of the injury issues. Um, sure. Any signing will get playing time. Yeah. Um, but I think their low position is largely just due to the um, like yes. never being able to play the same squad. Two yeah. matches in a row. Which is there's always Bielsa hates. Yeah, every single match they come out with three or four players who can't play the next match. Um, yeah, and there's just no way to succeed doing that. Um, they need some wide defenders. They're currently, you know, doing patchwork wide defender, yeah. whoever they can fit back there, um, and also wide attackers. Um, other than Rafinha, no one is working on the other side. Um, and depth, depth, depth. They need like yeah. five or six signings. Um, I agree with all of that. I think my two cents leads 
have an injury crisis for the ages. Uh, it's hampered their progress. There's been criticism of, of Bielsa's refusal to play any other way. But when in his career has he not done that? We we know that by now. What else are you expecting? My outlook is that I think Bielsa is likely to quit at the end of the season. And Leeds have to get the next appointment right. Um, I don't think they're in danger of going down, however. And I think they will improve when they get their players back fit and firing. Yes, I think they'll improve, but I think they're going to finish this season 13th, 12th, 11th. Oh, oh, maybe maybe even down there. I, I go I I I think they'll finish 14th, 15th. I think I think they'll be down there. Clear of relegation, but nothing special. All right. Uh talking about down there, uh mm-hmm. Everton Football Club. Yeah. Uh uh they're in 15th. I predicted yeah, them wow. to be in 11th. Mhm. Um, I think their player of the season is pretty freaking obvious. Yeah. Um, it's supposedly his name is said Demarai, but oh, I've really? always said Demari. Demari. Yeah, it's obvious. I think because yeah. in the U.S. we would it's say Demari, Demari yeah. but they say oh, no. Demarai. Okay, Demarai. Demarai Gray. Um, incredible season. Yeah. Amazing. Um, uh, and my flop of the season, unfortunately, it kills me. Yeah, so uh, yeah. One of three players, two of which will kill me. Uh, Salomon Rondon yeah. has been awful. One goal in yeah, 13. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, that kills me. Something I love to see, Alex Iwobi was terrible before his oh, injury. He has been now bad, he's yeah. injured. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then the third, which also kills me, Rafa Benitez. Uh <gasps> Quite no, no way, Blake. It was an unpopular signing, and I thought it's just there's no way for him to succeed. And as like he's working with dog scraps, but that's what I'm saying exactly. I I still think I still you know you'd expect higher from such an accomplished manager. No, I I I don't think he's done anything wrong. It's it's an injury crisis team. He's missing his talisman. He's missing a defense. Uh, they, and they have no money, right, right now. So I don't think Rafa should be blamed for their current position. He should be blamed for a bunch of stuff. The binning off of Digne is problematic. Yep, the, I have that in That's really weird. I don't understand why he refuses to be a man-manager. Again, we know this. He's never been a man-manager throughout his career. The, you know, just listen to, like, all these ex-players that talk about him, they're always talking about how, frankly, like they're just weirded out by how cold he is, right? So listen to like Steven Gerrard talk about him. And Steven Gerrard doesn't like him, fine. And Steven Gerrard will always be like, I respect him, but he was a horrible like man. man. Like he just can't talk to people, basically, which I find super bizarre. My outlook is that they should stick with him because I think their form will improve as they get their players back, but only enough for mid-table. Um, and, and, I, and look, I think another thing that de- that deflects the blame from Rafa for me is the troubles behind the scenes. So there's literally infighting between the owners, which doesn't help. And yeah, I, I, I can't blame Rafa for this. I, I would not put him as a, as a FOTS, as a failure, as a flop of the season. Um, it's not his fault. Yeah, I suppose I have, you know, rose-tinted glasses for Rafa and I expect sure. him to succeed everywhere. Um, I will say in January, uh, Rafa Benitez is probably the best shrewd signer 
um yeah 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 of any premier league they manager have the money. um they have the money he i just look at the signings he made for newcastle when newcastle well we had money but didn't want to spend it players like fabian Shaw for three million federico fernandez for one and a half million um sure there's like incredible signings for such little amount of money um so whoever they do sign in january i'm sure they'll help um rumor has it uh he wants to purchase one sean longstaff um oh. which okay. w- will be interesting i don't think we'll see how that goes though, but, you know. um also rumor has it luca dinier on a short-term loan to newcastle um, that would be an absolutely insane signing for you um wow um yeah Everton, another disappointing season for them. Um, Always. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, who would have fucking guessed? Onward. on In 14th, Brentford. Blake, where did you have Brentford to finish? 17th place. 17th place. Okay, yeah. So, so far outperforming my slash our expectations. I tipped them, I remember, to go down at the start, I think, or maybe just to survive at this, in this, by the skin of their teeth. They look solid, um, although they have had bad patches. They have great players. They're super smartly run. Um, Frank is a fantastic manager. My player of the season for them has been Ethan Pinnock. Um, he's oh, been super solid at the him. back for them. Um, stepped up to Premier League very nicely. I love to see the sort of quote-unquote rags-to-riches story. He was a non-league player who's risen to the very top. I don't have a flop of the season. You can, I will, what is your flop of the season? You can, do you have one? I think with such little expectations, it's impossible to have a flop. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I thought maybe uh, Frank Onyeka as, (gasps) because he was their one big money signing and he's been okay. Yeah, but it's his first Um, season, you know, in English. He came from Michelin. Like he hasn't If you have to pick one, if you had to pick one sure. player, that's the one player I said maybe you can pick maybe. him. But um, yeah, I think he's I fine. think that Brentford should coast to survival because there are so many more teams that are much worse than them. Um, bar, I guess, like an injury crisis, something like that. I think it'll be really interesting to see if they can create a sustainable side in the Premier League over the next few years. Um, I want to give a shout out to Ivan Tony for turning into an absolute shithouse player. Um, hasn't been scoring a ton of goals, but he like he's just nasty, and it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, he's always been uh, like a very fiery kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah, I have him yeah. as my Brentford player this season. Oh, there you go. Um, I have Tony. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, I miss the man. Yeah, you could He hates Newcastle. Him. Yeah, he really does. Um, let's move on to Southampton uh, in 13th Blake where did you have them 14th oh okay very good um, a team up until the Christmas period who were incredibly stagnant with everyone saying that it's time for Hasenhutl to move on or, or at least sort of thinking it debating it I don't really know what to think he's excellent but what is the direction of this club I have no idea right now they should be Slash could be challenging for Europe, but they cannot in the current circumstances for whatever reason. Um, my player of the season for them is Tino Livramento. Came out of 
absolutely nowhere from Chelsea and has lit up that right flank. He's unfazed, fearless. He's been excellent. I love him. I don't have a flop. Again, I'm doing badly on my flops. Um, my, I, I'm just not sure what to say about them, really. Um, they're doing fine. They have some super exciting youngsters. I really like Armando Broja. Um, he has been really great. And also, I feel like nobody's talking about him. It's literally his first season in the Prem. And he has, like, what, five goals? Like, he's doing really well. Um, yeah, Southampton. A, a strange club, as usual. And I, I just kind of feel directionless to me. Yeah, um, because he's Albanian, it is Broja. Oh, um, good to know. Rather than the, the H, but um, um, Broja. he. I thought he's Portuguese. That's why. Okay. Um, my player this season for Southampton is James Ward-Prowse. Um, yeah, I think you hated him. I don't like him. He's a cunty little man, but uh, <laughs> I think he's a decent player, and he's so, having a decent he is, season. He would be very good for um, Arsenal. I think. My flop of the season would mm. be uh, the attempted replacement for Danny Ings, Adam Armstrong. Oh. Um, I was thinking that who too. Started, he started so strong, and I think he had two goals in his first two matches and then has not scored since. I um, just, I, I don't want to put players who have just stepped up from the championship into the flop category because I just feel like it's harsh. But I see where you're Fair enough. From. Um, scored against Newcastle, so he, he broke did, my hilarious. little heart. Didn't didn't um, um, didn't didn't Ivan Tony also score against Newcastle? Yes, that's hilarious. And then Adam Armstrong at least didn't celebrate against us. Ivan yeah, Tony, well, Ivan Tony made sure to celebrate. Guys, so yeah, yeah. I wonder how Ivan Tony feels about Rafa Benitez because Rafa was the one who was like publicly calling out Ivan Tony for not I mean, being ready. Many players hate Rafa Benitez because he's just like a dick to them. So. He probably very much dislikes him. Um, yes, Southampton. Should we move on to Villa, or do you have more to say? Um, just with Southampton, they need to, like, I guess they need to recruit, but they need a striker, I guess. But they have Broja, Armstrong, and Che Adams, who have all been... I don't know what they meh. mean. Uh, yeah. No, Broja's been like, good. He's just young. Their two uh, central defenders have been good. Their goalkeeper has been good. Livermento has been good. Walker Peters is okay. And then I could not tell you a single member of their midfield other than James Ward-Prowse. They got Romeo's been good. Oriol Romeo. um, Yeah. yeah, Chalked off as from Chelsea years and years ago. Years and years ago. Uh, Disrespected at Chelsea. He was a good player at Chelsea. Just slow. Um, That's his problem. Super. He should have been given a chance. Um, But yeah, not much to say about Southampton. This is kind of their. Yeah, exactly. Their their area. They're in slightly directionless. Yep. Uh, Let's bump it up and take it away. Do it. Go Villa. Me go Villa? You go Villa. Yeah, you you go, you go. All right. Uh, Villa is in 12th, which I expected mm. them to continue their good form from last season and finish 7th. Um, but uh, things have not been so great at Villa. No. Um, they sacked a uh, longtime manager, Dean Smith, um, who three seasons at Aston Villa uh, feels like forever. Um, but uh, replaced him with Stevie G, 
um, and have been yeah. way, way, way better. Yeah. Um, like miles and miles better. Um, to the point where I actually think they'll probably, they're not going to finish seventh, but I think they will get up to maybe ninth. Sure. Um, my player of the season, um, I think Tyron Mings has taken another step in his career. Really? Um, yeah, I, for, as a player who I really did not rate, I think every season he's improved. Um, wow. Okay. And watching him play this season, uh, he terrifies me. Uh, mm. I think I think he's a pretty damn good player. Interesting. Um, my flop of the season, um, they've had injuries to a lot of their big signings, so I think it's kind of hard to pick out a flop. Um, like um, the Jamaican guy. I'm blanking on his name. Bailey. Bailey. He's been um, injured. Leon Bailey. Been injured. Yeah. Yep. Um, he's been okay when he played. Yeah. Um, he started off really hot. He did. Danny yeah. Ings has been injured. Terrible. He's been bad. Uh, yeah. So I think my flop of the season probably has to be Danny Ings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Aston Villa are this, you know, they're a side that were defying expectations last year and then this year. Uh, with all the hype and all the major signings are underperforming, but now mm-hmm. they have a new manager. So I think it's very early to judge them. Um, sure. And I think they can push on. I think they're a yeah. good good club and a, have a good squad and um, a yeah. good core. I think a lot of people were super angry at Dean Smith's dismissal, but it, it was the type of like ruthless move that matches what an ambitious club does. And we know that Villa's owners are incredibly ambitious. And so far it looks like it's paying off because Gerard seems like a, not only a super talented man- manager, but, but a manager that already has the respect of his squad. Um, my player of the season real quick is Douglas Louise. I love Douglas Louise. I think he's so good. He stepped up again. He's a great midfield uh, duo with McGinn, who I think is another contender. Um, that midfield duo, I think is the envy of, of most clubs. You know, outside the top yeah. five, six in the Prem. Um, they're excellent. Like we discussed a couple of months ago, what is success for Villa this season, right? What is a success for Gerard? I, I agree with you. I think it's pushing into the top 10. Europe is an overreach. Anything below 10th feels kind of underwhelming. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, they're, they're, they're putting together a, a decent season now. And, and if, if Gerard kicks on, then you know, then, then, then they're looking good and they can sort of start again next season. Yeah, I, th- I think it will be a start again next season. Yeah. Um, uh, moving on upwards, why don't you tell us about 11th placed Crystal Let Palace? Let me do it. Crystal Palace, another team that I love this season. Tipped for relegation by many before this season, but they recruited Not smartly me. toward the end of the window. Not me either, but my brother, he thought they would get relegated. Um... They got in some gems at the end of the season. So you're talking Michael Olise, uh, Odson Edward, Mark Gurhi, um, Gallagher. And then obviously Patrick Vieira. Um, he was a divisive appointment, but he's proved really solid so far. I love Palace. Um, player of the season is Conor Gallagher by an absolute country mile. He has a shout for being the best midfielder of his type in the league this season. Six goals and 17. I'm sure he's added assists to that tally. Um, 
it's a great job by the ownership to reinvigorate what was, I think, ostensibly a decaying team, right? They had this, like, ancient team at the end Absolutely. of the season. Absolutely. Like, oh, God. But they've done an incredible job recruiting. The future is bright for Palace. Like, legitimately, they're in a fantastic area of London for homegrown talent. Um, it's sort of a, like a real people's club, an underdog. Um, and, and look, they're just building something really solid. I'm very impressed by them. And I'm glad to see them in recent weeks slash you know over the last couple of months sort of go up the table because now i think that their 11th place sort of reflects how they've been playing um yeah yeah i predicted them to be in 15th um and for a while it was looking like that was a really great prediction but uh, yeah. recent form has pushed them up a little um i agree connor gallagher undoubtedly player of the yeah. season Easy. uh but i will go um honorary mention to christian benteke who is having a career revival um and is genuinely a good player for palace um he i you know i always liked christian benteke um for a flop of the season um yairo riedewald has like oh, yeah. Yeah, been injured and also not just straight up not getting into the squad. Yeah, um, two I think not even named to the bench in yeah. a few. Um, and also Jack Butland, who I think I have an yeah. inflated, like an inflated the, image of him. He didn't come because, in as a team goalie though. So that's not that's bad. right. Surely. Yeah. But I, in my head, Jack Butland is still a good goalkeeper. Um, and so I guess when I saw they signed him, I expected that they might be able to get something out of him. Um, and he's just been dog shit. Um, when he I has played, he, he's been really I poor. He came in and, and, and played well. Huh, interesting. No, I'm pretty sure he had a howler. Hmm. Um, okay. I can do some research when you talk I don't about know. I think, the next club. Yeah, sure. I think, I think he's, he was all right when he came in, but never mind. Um, you want me to go along with Brighton? Yep. All right, Brighton in tenth place. Um, wait, had a wait, 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 wait! Ask me oh, where oh. I predicted them to be. Where did you predict them to be? Tenth place. No, okay. That, I mean, that's well done, Blake. Um, they have had a weird time of it because they were punching above their weight massively at the beginning, to the extent that there's friction now between the supporters and Potter as the form has dropped off. We had that bizarre interview where Potter was like, the fans don't know what they're talking about. Do I need to give them a history lesson? Which was super weird. Um, they still desperately need a striker. My player of the season for them is um, Shane Duffy. Uh, came back from Celtic. Fantastic numbers this season. Slotted right back into the side after it looked like his Premier League career was just his top flight career as a footballer in general. was completely over. Um, look, they still really, really, really need a striker. Beyond that, I'm not so sure. They're a great team. Um, they're a model of sustainability. Um, all these buzzwords that we can throw out that we've been talking about for the past 18 months um, with Brighton. They need to focus on continuing, continually strengthening, strengthening the squad. Um, they also need to make sure Potter doesn't get his head turned or that relations turn sour, which is just like a weird thing for me to say, but it's been strange between him and, 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 and the supporters um, recently. And, and yeah, look, Brighton are great. Um, absolutely despise the fact that they keep playing Eve Basuma, but there you go. 
Um, and and in more positive news, I guess the return of Tariq Lamptey has been strong for them. Leandro Trossard, I think, has stepped up this season and been really good. I, I like uh, McAllister. He's slowly starting to get up to Premier League speed. Um, they have good players dotted around the pitch. And, um, and look, obviously in no danger of getting relegated and... And and yeah, it looked like a solid mid-table side. So props to Brighton. Yeah, uh, I think their bad run of form is just them regressing to the mean. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Just on paper, it's they just don't have the squad. Um, yeah, and I think you know tenth place is the correct position for a slightly weaker squad with a great manager um, and a great vision. Um, So I think that's really fair. Um, They play good football. They're fun to watch. Um, I think they've improved from last year. Um, My player of the season for them, it's really hard to pick a player of the season for such a kind of every match is different for Brighton. But I'll say Neil Maupay. just because it seems that when Brighton need a point, Neil Pape, Neil yeah. Mape, uh comes up good. Um, it's just his consistency is what holds him back. Um, yeah. And flop of the season, um, Dolly Marsh, just because he was, you know, a pretty good player, and now yeah, he's kind Dolly of like Marsh. a squad yeah, player. Yeah. Um, He's just a strange player, but it, there's no really flops at Brighton. He's a bench player for, for them now. Um, he keeps coming off the bench, right? He, you know. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, low expectations, low results. Yeah, sure. All right, let's move on. 12. Uh, in ninth place, yeah. officially top of the table, um, Leicester City. I mm-hmm. expected them to finish fifth, although this is one of yes. your. Yeah, predictions that would have been yeah. good because I yes. think you had them pegged around I eleven. I no, I I had them top ten. I think I had them probably eighth, something like that. Maybe maybe something like that. Uh, yes. my player of the season for Leicester. Um, there's quite a few because I think they've had quite a few players who have kind of stepped up oh, okay. in turbulent times. But uh, James Madison. Oh, uh, mm, all right, he's all right. having a pretty good season. I think he's had a great month. But I don't know about before that. That's why I didn't. Well, sorry, but keep going. That's, I, I agree. He's been good. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to pick a best player from when Leicester were in an awful run of form. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and they've sort of middled out um, and, you know, been okay sure. recently. So, um, James Madison, it's hard to pick, you know, a player of the season and a flop of the season for Leicester um, because it does feel like the end of a natural cycle for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but my flop of the season, um, I hate to say this because I like him as a player, but Daniel Marte has been forced to play oh, yeah, sure. um, due to injuries, and he's just not really Premier League standard. Um, yeah, He's an all right player, but he shouldn't be starting Premier League matches. No, he shouldn't. Um, um, do you have yeah. a player of the season flop? I do. My, my, my player of the season is Eurotinamons. Okay. Yeah, um, that was the easy one. Statistically, back to his best across the season, I think. Um, 
genuinely an odd season for Leicester. Injuries have destroyed them too. Terrible at the back. They're missing James, Fafana, Evans, Pereira for a lot of it. For a while, I thought that Rodgers might be sacked um, because he seemed to have lost all the creativity. But they've been back to to their best in the last few weeks. Um, For flop of the season, you can legitimately look at Kasper Schmeichel because he has been statistically the worst goalie in the league. However, I think that also has something to do with the players that are playing in front of him. But my clear flop of the season for them is uh, Kaglas Soyuncu. He's been absolutely dreadful. Oh, yeah. Um, That's funny. I didn't want to include him because he hasn't played enough matches. Really? Um, I looked at I think he's only made like eight appearances. But he's been... No, he's made 16. Oh wow! No, yeah, he's been at, like he's been atrocious though, like truly. Yeah, I don't know oh, what I, hell happened to him. He, I know he's been. It's sad because he's. I mean, he's a, he's good. Like he, well, he was at least. I don't know what the heck. Hopefully, it's just like a down Turkey. season or something. And uh, what you know, the Euros destroyed the, this guy. Like, and it's. A, I hope he he. I mean, he's still a young defender. That's the thing. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, he just has to play through it, and Rogers is playing him through it, so he'll get back there. But, um. They need to gun for Europe, but I'm not sure if that's possible uh, because they have to drastically improve their defense and keep players fit. And that's that's really all I have to say on them. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if they can really recruit because I think they have a pretty full squad. Um, so unless they sell some players... It's like they have, on paper, they have like eight center backs. It's just only two of them are healthy. So um, who knows what... January will look like for them. Um, moving up to the, you know, another hipster side, um, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, we're in eighth place after a really rough start. Um, I predicted them to be in 13th place. Um, and I think I'm going to be a little controversial with my player of the season and flop of the season. I am certainly no stranger to making controversial opinions on this podcast. Um, player of the season, not so controversial. Um, Jose Shaw. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive improvement over Rui Patricio. Um, I thought last season Patricio was one of the worst starting goalkeepers in the Premier League. Um, yeah. And Shaw has been quite good. Mm. Um, the best Shaw in the Premier League. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, flop of the season. Uh, it's in a way a result of the way Wolves are as a squad they have not scored a lot of goals so right. as a result flop of the season goes hand in hand to Huang Hee Chan and Raul what? Jimenez no um, who what in rubbish I know well rubbish. Huang Hee Chan has He's only scored in two matches. So despite having four goals, they're across two matches. Um, two of which were against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, Raul Jimenez coming back from an awful injury yeah, and has been eased back into it um, and has not scored a lot of goals. But for the expectations that Wolves have, only scoring 13 goals in 18 matches... Yeah. Um, the blame will have to be put on their two goal scorers, um, who both have four. So, seven of the thirteen come from those two. I. It's hard to pick a 
another I think player. It's a, it's a Dama Traore. Okay. I think, really, for me, at least. Um, yeah, he still leads the league in like uh, successful dribbles yeah, per never, match. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. But he'll never not. He's always been dog as, shit at assisting and scoring. Right. So his so. his output, his like, yeah, his output has just dropped off a cliff again. And I think that's what I thought you were going to say him when you were talking about oh. just the way the Wolves play. I think he's been a he's uh Bruno Lage is just so conservative that he doesn't know how to use Adama Traore properly I think because Adama Traore is pure chaos and the system does just does not suit him but that that's my flop of the season my player of the season is Roman Saiz who I think has been one of the best defenders in the league and converted by Lage to to a center back um he's been great I I love Roman Saiz for mm. you know one I love that he can play Anywhere from striker to center back. I love a good, I know, you know, so good. super versatile, versatile player. So. Um, and I agree, he's been great. The My one thing I don't like about Roman Saiz is uh, in any of the times Wolves have played Newcastle, he's never, you know, gone double studs up right sure. through the back of John Joe Shelby. Sure. Um, and until he does that, he does not have my respect. Sure. I like that. Um yeah, why don't we keep moving? Because because we've been we've been going for a while. And we still have seven teams left. Um, I think from, it's more boring as we go up. So yeah, yeah. So we'll just keep fine. yeah. Manchester United uh, in seventh. Uh, where do you have them, Blake? Fourth. Ooh. Okay. Uh, they are higher than that now as of today's victory against Burnley. I believe sixth. they are level on points with us in sixth place. Um, it finally came. Oli sacked. Uh, lots of drama. Too much emotion. We've been over it. Um, they then veered to the Ralph Raniuk signing. I think it's a good one. I'm sure it is, but still indicative of a lack of direction from the club. Um, you bring in the father of the Gagan Press with this team. I don't know about that. Player of the season. I don't know. Nobody. I have nobody uh, because I hate Manchester United and I just, I don't even know. Flop okay. of the season. Well, Sorry, go. Who? Yeah. Um, oh, very De Gea. early. De Gea. Exactly. So yeah. very early, beginning of the season, Pogba. Started yeah. off record-breaking pace. Sure. Uh, after those first seven matches, David De Gea. Yeah, it's it's De Gea. I completely forgot about him. Just in my absolute dislike of this team, De Gea is back to his well-beating best. Um, flop of the season. Uh, it's harsh, but it's Jaden Sancho. We we saw the flop coming from Amalov. He has to adapt, and he had no coaching at the beginning of the season under Ole for like four fucking months, which is insane because he's one of the greatest talents to come out of England in the past decade. Um, I think they'll gun for the top four and battle it out with Spurs, probably. Uh, on paper, they should get there comfortably, but right now, I think you trust Spurs under Conte more. Uh, and that's saying something, I think, because it's Spurs. Um, and I don't have much more to say on them. Uh, I refuse to talk about Ronaldo. And uh, yeah, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, honorary mention for flop of the season uh, to... Donny Van de Beek, but, yeah, but is it really a flop if like kicking a he was person when he's also, down? Like, yeah, it's, it's so sad. Simply it's not so... his fault. It's just not his fault. He just needs to leave. He's an amazing um, player, and he just needs to leave. Yeah. All right. Um, technically, they're now below Man U, but yeah. at the time of writing this document, they were above Man U. Um, Spurs in sixth place. Oscar asked me where I predicted them to finish. Uh, where'd you predict them to finish, Blake? Sixth place. Oh, brilliant. Um, thank you. Uh, 
I feel like we'll both say the same player for player of the season. Oh, I'm interested. Um, Go. I hate him, but um, Young Min's on. Oh, really? I don't have him. I mean, he's amazing because uh, I love him. But... Yeah. Uh, Lucas Or Mora. Lucas. Yep, yeah, I was going to say. Mora. Lucas. To, kind of a yeah. return to his to, 2016 form. Yeah, turning into an elite forward under Conte right now, for sure. Um, flop yeah. of the season. Lo Celso. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I said Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, by his standards, Just sure. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I, I think, think in the second half of the season, yep. he'll bang. But yeah, it's definitely definitely him. He's up there. Um, Le Chelsea yeah. has just been like, what, hap- what the hell happened to this guy? Like, he's just not getting a sniff. When he plays, he's terrible. And he needs to move on. That's why I put him there. Uh, yeah. Spurs are, I think, like a super interesting team um, for the second half of the season. Because you have a top five manager, top five striker, um, and then yeah. a lot of weird players in there. So they I wonder to cut a lot of Deadwood. Yeah, uh, yeah, I really wonder what's going to happen in January um, with them. They need. I mean, I take a couple of their centre backs. Like Joe Rodon, I think is legitimately a great centre back. And Newcastle on loan, rumored. Yeah. Oh God, I, I want. I want him. I West Ham. I want him. Like he's a good player. Um, Another, you know, of the 50 billion Welsh players that only play for Wales and nobody else and not their club sides. Um, but yeah, anything more to say on, on Spurs? Because I'll move on to, uh, you know, who next? Massive. 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 Massive West Ham in fifth place. I'll monologue shortly about them. It's another dreamy season for West Ham fans. Um, the team isn't a laughing stock anymore, Blake, and with good reason because we have excellent players all over the pitch. And positive vibes everywhere. Slightly dampened by the injury crisis at the back, sure. Um, my player of the season is either Jared Bowen or Declan Rice. Declan Rice is the boring answer because we all know that he's a great, like, just like he's just amazing. Um, he's no Isaac Hayden. He's no Isaac Hayden, sure, sure. Uh, my dad would disagree with you, but that's fine. Jared Bowen has been excellent for us. He stepped up, um, talked about it uh, maybe in the last pod, even maybe a couple of pods ago, just about how I think, you know, just because he hasn't, he's not like a elite striker, like all these pundits think he's not good enough, but he's fantastic. Um, flop of the season, look, nobody, question mark. Dawson, probably the most disappointing out of the players who have actually played. Um, I can't really, th- I, I can't really think of anyone else. Like, I, I don't know. Like, no one's really flopped for me. Um, I'll, I'll give my outlook and then you can give your pots and thoughts. Um, one of the most gratifying things for me under Moyes <clears throat> is the resurgent and the emerging players that are in our squad, right? So you have Cresswell and Lanzini, shout out Lanzini, back to, his, back to their best. You've got Ben Johnson coming through really nicely. Um, Moyes has managed the team very well despite bouts of bad luck with availability. We do have an injury crisis at the back. Um, we won't battle for top four this season. I'd be surprised if we get to Europe unless we heavily recruit in the January transfer window, which is unlikely. But our European run has been amazing. We've performed in the Cups. We knocked out City. We knocked out United. 2021 has been the best year of supporting West Ham I've ever had. I'm joyful. We ended the the year with a fantastic 4-1 romp to stop the rot against Watford. And um, yeah, I'm on cloud nine with it. And uh... yeah, um, 
I yeah yeah uh, yeah West Hammer massive. Um, I expected them to finish eighth um, to right. you know sort of fall off. From, I think that's probably pretty uh, accurate. I think yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm pretty happy with that shout. Um, player of the season, um, really hard. Uh, yeah. In tier one, Kurt Zuma, Michael Antonio, yeah, yeah. Gerard Bowen, yep. and yep. Declan Rice. Yep, all of them. Um, tier two, Fabianski, yeah, Socek, uh, Sufal, and Ben Johnson. Yeah, yeah um, this has been great, yeah. Flop of the season, yeah. um, just because he can't play, like he can't get on the pitch, Alex Crawl. But you know, he's oh yeah, brand new. He is brand um, new, and Moises so, is just super slow to integrate. So, but I see. Um, and although he started off pretty hot, uh, Craig Dawson. Yeah, terrible. When he's yeah, bad, he's, he's not very good. Horrendous. Yeah. When he's bad, he's he's so 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 bad, and he hasn't been. Good um, before. and as for the rest of the season, despite an injury crisis and you know um they've played the most amount of matches this season um and that will continue being in three competitions still um four competitions still um we got knocked out the cup but yeah ah uh, never mind yeah um but still uh a super desirable location for new signings right now oh absolutely um, yeah that's the thing uh, yeah, london club um high flying you can get on the you know flying train and uh, really make a name for yourself if you do well. Yeah. So yeah. I expect them to uh, continue to improve. Talking about improving Ooh. in fourth place, very fitting. Fourth place, <gasps> Arsenal Football Club. Can I can I take this just because? Can, sure. can I go? Okay, listen. While I don't expect Arsenal to make top four, I do feel vindicated in my backing of Arteta. In the bad times, Blake, Ooh. because Ooh. he's shaped a team that is actually good, I think, which feels weird to say after a decade of chaos at this club. But the young attacking quartet of Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, and give me the other one, Emil Smith Rowe, are as good as you'll find anywhere in Europe, I think, for young attacking players. Um, smart signings at the back, too. Ramsdale, Tomiyasu has been incredible. Uh, ben White. They've also contributed to a great run. Um, my player of the season, Emil Smith Rowe? Question mark. I guess. Also, Tommy Yasu. He's been amazing. My flop or of the Ramsdale. season. Or Ramsdale. Yeah, true. My flop of the season. Easy. Aubameyang. I don't know what the hell is happening mm -hmm. there. Um, I don't think Arsenal can beat any of the top teams, which is the reason they'll fall off and won't make the top four. But I chalk this down to the to the rawness of the players more than anything else. I think um, Arteta is. Also, clearly ruthless, which may be an issue when form drops off. He's like weirdly aggressive. Um, but for now, they're in a good place, which I hate. Even though I do like, I'm like, I love Saka and a couple of their other youngsters. Um, Arsenal, doing good. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honorary flop of the season, Burned Leno. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It hurts yeah. me to see Arsenal doing well, but it sucks. Yeah. All right, Oscar, say well. Top three. Here we go. Uh, um, in third mm -hmm. is Liverpool Football Club. Do you want to know where I expected them to finish? Uh, third. Yes, exactly. Wow. Um, player of the season. It, 
it really couldn't be anyone other than Mo Salah. He's the best. Um, Having one of the best seasons by a winger ever. Never. Um, Easy. If he continues this form, he's going to smash the top goal scoring record um, and probably the most contributions record, which I think Henri still has. Yes. I don't think anyone's broken it since Henri. Um, But I really think he is probably going to do it. Um, Flop of the season. Mm. Um, Actually, before that, I'll talk about the outlook for the rest of the season. Um, I think they're the best attacking side in the country. Um, Even though statistically, they're actually not. Mm. Um, They uh, have seen... You know, players who were kind of having an off season last season to uh, roar back into maybe even better than they ever were, um, and uh, they're an absolutely terrifying side uh, that I think could have won the league this season, but I don't believe they will come close. Um, flop of the season, Sadio Mane, but only mm-hmm. because of his high standards. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. If if he were on any other team or if he were anyone else, you would say he's having a great season. But for him, he's not contributing the I way think, he always has. So I, Yeah, I think I think they'll phase him out. I don't think they're gonna renew his contract. Um it's kinda of sad. I hope he finds a, a club to end his career at that, that he's great in. I th- he probably suit like uh Syria, maybe, uh something like that. Um Yeah, he's he's great. So I hope I hope he, he sort of brings it back or find some sort of resolution. I agree with you. Uh, worrying absences for them in, in AFCON. Um, but they should, I think, be closest to City come the end of the season. Yeah, they'll amazing. finish second. Um, but I think he's getting sick of English football. And by that, I mean he's sick of the way it's run and the fixture congestion. So I think we're entering the final phase of Klopp at Liverpool. I know he still has like, two, two and a half years. I think 2024 he's up. And he'll see that out. But it'll be interesting to see what he will do in these last few seasons. I think a goal for him will probably, obviously, to be... I, I would say a goal for, for him would be to win the Prem and the Champions League at least once more before he goes. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's it's going to be an interesting month plus for them. Um, and I, I've seen some stuff saying that Salah has signed this contract now, and I don't know what's going on, but um, he they, they need to tie him down. But I think they'll, they'll start to phase others out. Um, let's we're almost there. Uh, boo. Next, Chelsea in second place. Blake, where did you have Chelsea to finish? Second place. Wow. Uh, that's awesome. I backed them massively to win the league, and for a while it looked like I was correct. And then the last month or so, they've been super bad. And this bombshell Lukaku interview that I don't know if you've seen. Yep. yep. My God. I talk about it. Hints, hints at strife in the dressing room, which always happens with Tuchel. Um, tell me about the Lukaku interview. Um, he basically said madness, like Tuchel is doing stuff, but he's that he doesn't like, but he's a professional, so he'll suck it up. But also he's upset about it, but also he'll suck it up and play through it because he's a professional, but also he hates it and maybe wants to leave. So especially from Lukaku, like what? And also he kept going on about how he wants to return to Inter Milan. So so, like, honestly, it's the weirdest thing. He's clearly fallen out with Tuchel. Like there's no other explanation. Um, Player of the season for me, I just this is painful. So I went with Nathaniel. Sorry, with Trevor Chalaba. Um, maybe not objectively the player, a player of the season, 
but I wanted to shout him out because he fit in really well. He was literally battling relegation with a French side last season. He's put in some outstanding performances. Flop of the season is easy. It's Saul. Um, so easy. Yeah. I think things could really sour at Chelsea. And, and if they drop off in the next few months, I think Tuchel will be fired, um, which is insane. But I'd love it. This is what Chelsea does. Um, I, hate, I hate Chelsea. Yeah, same. Uh, they're still in every competition, I think, which means there's lots of trophies on the line. Um, they should be dangerous in the Champions League. They definitely won't compete for the Prem. Um, and that's all I have to say about the club I hate the most. Yeah. Uh, my player of the season will be Reese James. Um, yeah, oh, true. Yeah, I should have gone with Reese James. It's true. And that not... brings us yep. to number one. Number one. Something ungodly like 13 matches in a row one yeah um, yep. it's like 17 and 19 in all competitions it's just unbelievable manchester city who i of course predicted would finish in first place um uh player of the season you could give this to 22 out of 23 yeah, of their players all of them yeah um although i guess you can't give it to like zach stefan or uh that old guy, yeah. Carson, Scott Carson. Yeah. Um, but I will give it to Bernardo Silva, um, who we've talked about the Guardiola treatment, which turns into a player having the most sensational season ever. Um, yeah. Bernardo Silva is incredible, but uh, yeah. so is every city player. Yeah. Um, my flop of the season, and it's solely because of the price tag, because he hasn't oh, been yeah. that bad. Yeah, but Jack Grealish, um, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, I agree. He's frustrating to watch. Um, I've always hated him, but you know, even this is pretty sad to watch. He's not. Um, he's not fitting in well. Um, I think it, it'll take him a little bit. As always, the off the field stuff is just like stupid. Um, I, he will come good with them. It's just going to take him a while to fit in. I reckon. Um, um, yeah. And the outlook for the rest of the season. Um, my God. They're stomping it. Uh, they're just literally going to destroy the league. It's boring at this point. Yep, so boring. Yeah. Um, but I don't hate City. Like, I hate Chelsea or I hate no, Manchester no. United. So no, it's just, no. I don't care. It yeah. Literally could not. It's um, just whatever. Shout, they don't shout count. Shout out um, Joao Chancelo as well. Um, yep. He's been, in, like, possibly... Yeah, he's a contender for player of the season as well. Um, he's been insane. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, also... Weird that they're selling Ferran Torres. Um, They've sold Ferran wanted, Torres, which is bizarre. But yeah, he um, wanted to leave, so to go. I guess they're just like yeah, surplus so strange, requirement so and whatever. He just wasn't playing, and it was probably pretty hard for him. Twenty-one, moved to Manchester in a pandemic. I don't blame yeah. him wanting to go back to Spain. Imagine, I was going to say, imagine moving to Manchester, and then imagine moving yeah. to Manchester in a pandemic. In a pandemic, exactly. Um, I have some really quick questions. Um, go. Just to wrap up this podcast, because it's always a nice, um, you know, caboose to the episode. Um, I'll be incredibly uh, impressed if you can guess this player. Um, He is a former Turkish international. Sure. Um, He started his career uh, in Den Haag at Haglandia um, before moving to Ado Den Haag. Nice. Uh, before moving to England um, to the Portsmouth side that got relegated. Uh, 
he would then go to Turkey for Kaiserspor. Oh. He'd go back to the Netherlands to NAC Breda. Sure. He'd go to Scotland where he made quite the name for himself and really broke through as a wonder kid for Dundee United. Uh, a big money move to Celtic. Uh, played a bunch of places uh, in Turkey, Poland. He went to Plymouth Argyle. He went to Motherwell okay. before joining uh, Genklerbigli in uh, Turkey and then Chaiker Rizespor in Turkey before joining this club. Can you tell me where Nadir Chiftkci is? I literally have no idea who that is, so no. Yeah, I was wondering if you knew who he was. Because um, when he was at Dundee, he was incredible. Um, 30 goals in 65 appearances. Um, I remember him very well. I do not. Um, I thought he moved to the Swiss League for a while, but I guess I was mistaken. Um, but he is at Samshinspor. Samshinspor. Uh, okay. Who I don't even know who they are, but um, they're in the first league of the Turkish they League. Are? Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, has not had a great career, um, no. outside his Actually. Dundee United days. Um, all right. Uh, pretty easy questions. Who are the top three goal scorers so far this season? Oh my God. Mohamed Salah. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, Jamie Vardy. He's number three. Shit. Diego this player also Jota? plays. Yep, Diego Jota. Yes. Um, all right, who are the top five assisters? Uh, Paul Pogba. Nope. Really? I. Uh, oh, wait, yes. Yeah, sorry, he's right? tie- tied for third. Okay, so Trent. Second place. Salah. First place. And Pogba. Yes, tied with Pogba are Gabriel Jesus, Jesus yeah. and West Ham's. Uh, really? West Jared Ham? Bowen. Oh God, really? Wow. Seven assists. Man, um, didn't know that. Okay. Uh, which four players have played every single minute of every single match so far this season? Uh. Oh, God. Um, All right, I'll give you teams. Two for Chelsea, one for City, and one for West Ham. Two for Chelsea, one for City, one for West Ham. So, Rice? Nope. Oh, oh yeah, he got fucking suspended. Um, Fabianski? Yep. Uh, you said two for Chelsea? Yep. Mondi? Yep. And? An outfield player. Uh, Rudiger? Yep. And, and then, then one who- City player. Uh, Edison. Yep. Very good. Nice. All right. And my final question for this episode is who will finish the season on more goals scored? City with 51, or or, sorry, City, who currently have 51, or Liverpool, who currently have 50? Uh, City, because Liverpool are losing their main goal scorers in the AFCON. Fair enough. Yeah. That has been episode 14 of the Peak Wonderful. to Too Early podcast. Oscar, it was too long. Let's do this again yes, sooner. Absolutely. We absolutely um, can't wait. Please leave a review, follow us on Twitter, email yeah. us, um, and uh, stay safe from Omicron. Please do that. Yes. Thank you.
I'm standing 